Let's do this. Okay. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm pumped. Oh, yeah, let's do it, Mick. All right, let's do this. All right, let's do this. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do it. Let's do this. Now let's do this. Let's do it. This is the Coaching Life Podcast. My name is Chris Stewart, and I am, once again, going to talk and have a conversation with my buddy Patrick Martin. Coach Pat Martin, how you doing, buddy? Good, coach. On the other side of the today? screen there. We haven't, we haven't talked much the last couple of days. No, it's going to be interesting to see what comes up. The least that we've we've chatted, you know, and it's not like constant, but sometimes we at least text each other every day, and it's yeah. been yeah, we've been busy. Let me ask you something: Are you sore? You've been hitting fungos. Yeah. No, no, we haven't. We have. I haven't. I've had. I've had plenty of help, but uh, I am sore. I've, I've. You know, we we've been practicing for a, what a week and a day now, and we had a work day Saturday, so. I've been moving a lot, which you know, there's some there's some benefit, side benefits to that. But you, yeah, you no doubt. Quickly realize, <laughs> quickly realize how much out of shape you are. So, but yeah, I, I tell you, I've uh, I haven't been able to sleep, <laughs> not and not just not just in the evening, but in the morning now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm waking up earlier yes. than, than what I normally do. It's not hard to get and, up with that alarm, is it? When you when you uh, know that you've got stuff ahead of you that you just absolutely love and can't wait to get to during the day. It's not, uh, it's not like anything I've ever really experienced in baseball, to be honest with you. And I wonder, I just wonder, you know, <laughs> if at some point the, uh, the, uh, the adrenaline rush is gonna, is gonna wear out, but man, I, I'm having an absolute blast. I can tell you that it probably doesn't wear out. In fact, well, I hope you're right. It doesn't. In fact, when you when you decide if you should decide, and hopefully not, hopefully you coach for a long, long time, but if you should decide to say walk away when Jake goes to play in college like I did. Yeah. Even during those years, you'll ha- it's a different kind of itch. It's it, for me it was uh it was this weird jealousy this time of year. Because I still follow the same people that I follow now on social media, and I still was around, you know, and I'm still I'm still living in an area where we have four distinct seasons. And so as springtime starts to roll around, like this week, our weather is a lot better. You get that taste, that smell, yeah. that that desire, that want to be out there on the field. Um, you, you hear, you know, you got other buddies and friends that are coaching, and you hear about they're out there working on their field, and you see what they're doing, and it's just that it's it's that mm, yeah, I, I gotta I, I, this is this is who I am. I gotta get back there, and uh, mm. and and so even when you're not doing it, that fever is still there, and so I I don't think it's never left me since I started coaching high school baseball. That adrenaline rush yeah, during yeah, the season. It it ebbs and flows based on you know the way things are going and you know certainly there's there's a, there's you get tired. It's tiring, but it's it's just different. You know, I mean, if it's it's the kind of work that you know when you know, you texted me last night and said well, we haven't talked to each other in three days, and I said I just got <laughs> home, and and it's we haven't experienced daylight savings time yet, and so it's getting dark around six o'clock. 
And that's uh-huh. tough because I've got our practice plan going to 6.30, and we were hitting at that time. I looked at one of my assistant coaches. I said, it's getting tough to see the baseball out here. And we, we still had another group to hit. And so we just we powered through it. And then once we finished up everything and sent everybody home, I still needed to drag the field. And it got to the point to where I, the vehicle I was dragging it with doesn't have headlights. And so I was about to pull my phone out so I could see where I was going. It was that it was getting that dark. But that's but you know you, you and and here's a I'd been there for a while getting the field prepared and then actually practicing things like that. And you do that every single day. You'd think, man, the fatigue factor has got to set in it, but it, That's what I'm wondering. it doesn't though. It doesn't. Yeah. You're tired that night, but you know what I did when I got home after I showered and ate a little bit, kissed my wife, said hello. Plan. Yes. Started making another <laughs> practice plan. Yeah. That's what I did. That's what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Nothing yeah. like it is our coach Swain. Nothing like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. It's important, you know. There's value to it. There's a lot of there's a lot of value to it. Um, it's not. I think there's there's um. It's not just about baseball. It it mm-hmm. it, it it kind of uh, supersedes, you know, extends beyond just the game of baseball, and there's. Um, there's more to it, the, the, the camaraderie and the brotherhood and, you know, the opportunity to be around and, and uh, have an impact on, on young, young men's lives. And, you know, there's, it's just, uh, it's just more than that. It's, it, it's more than a game. Yeah. Right? Well, you so can't think, outgive it. You can't outgive it. It reciprocates itself. Like the, it's like it's 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 the it's coaching is the kind of thing that the more you pour into it, the more it gives back to you. And you could try to outgive it all you want, but you're just going to get more and more energy, especially when you're when you're focused on coaching people, not just a game, like what you're talking right. about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I think you have to go about that a certain way, right? You have to put emphasis on certain things to make sure that you're you're successful, um, or at least you have a good plan going into a situation where you know that you you, you know you have an impact, or you, you might have an impact on on people's lives. It's not something that you want to go into lightly, and it, you know you're you you have to think about you know what you just said, developing people, not just not just baseball players. So I think that. Uh, you know, I know that we we talked about this uh, prior to coming on, prior to start, prior to recording. But you know, we we talked about the the importance of having um, core values in your in your, mm-hmm. in your sports program and your athletic program. And uh, you know, I, I wonder, I wonder how many uh, programs out there think about you know those types of things. I know that when I was very young and, and coaching, you know, when I first started coaching uh, recreational baseball in, in, uh, in Middleport, Ohio, uh, I, I thought an awful lot about the X's and O's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, those were the most important things. And I've, I've said that on the podcast numerous times. Um, core values were things, you know, like, you know, what are what our approach is to hitting? What are what our approach is to defense? You know how, how um, you know things like that that that, that impact the game. Strategic, mm-hmm. strategic things, things that help you win. 
But I think, well, I know it's not that I think, you know, as, as coaches and as uh, leaders of programs, we have to, we have to look a little deeper to define the core values of, of our team and of our program and, and, and where we want, you know, our, our team to go and how we want them to look. So yeah. what are your thoughts initially when, when, when I, when I use the phrase core values? I think of our team's character, our program's character, the kinds of principles that we um, believe about, the, the kinds of principles that we want to do everything in our program, keeping those things in mind. Um, and I also, let me say this too, make no mistake, when you live to a set of, when you operate a program based on a set of core values and principles, those things are going to help you win the game also. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's because of what we always say, and it's not we didn't we didn't invent this thought, but the better the better person you are, the better player you're going to be. Right. Right. You know, I I think of I I I struggle sometimes with this whole concept and doing it, and we do it. I'll tell you, and I'll walk through our process for how we did it this year, if you'd like, um, with our team. You got to be careful with core values, mission statements, things like that, that become words on a poster or screen prints on a t-shirt because that's not truly what your team character is unless the behavior matches what those core values say. And so, you know... And so sometimes I've always kind of had a hard time putting, you know, f- words that are core values on a T-shirt, you know, or, or and now I'm, I'm, I'm turning from that. I'm doing it this year. And this is, I'll tell mm-hmm. you, Pat, of all the years I've coached, this is the first year I've ever done it. This will be the first really? year that I've put a list of core values on a T-shirt. And I think it's because I, I, I constantly want to instill in our players and our coaches and our parents, anybody that's involved in our program at all, that our culture is based solely on behavior, the actual behavior, not the perceived behavior. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the right. because if you want to find out what your program's culture is, invite somebody to come and spend some time around you guys who aren't normally there. Mm-hmm. And then and then meet with them later and say, okay, give me six words that define our culture. Be ready, yep, because you're going to get the truth. You're not going to get. Yep, and you right. might, you may or may not get the six words that are on the back of your T-shirt. Hopefully, you do. Exactly. But but yeah. be ready because and because why? Because culture is based on behavior. Yeah, they're not looking at your mission statement that hangs above your locker room door. They're looking at mm-hmm. how you how you move on the field. What you know how yes. you how you communicate with each other. What your energy level is. They're they're looking at your behavior. Yeah. If one of your core values is love, they're going to see whether or not you truly love each other. Right. You know that yeah. that's. I mean, if it's if one of your core values is to hustle, that's pretty easy to see whether or yeah. not you're living by it. And so it's not. It's it. And so again, I love figuring out what your core values are because it gives you a target to shoot for. You know, I, I even talked about this this past week. I said, we will shoot for perfection. I think it was, was it um, Coach Lombardi that said, men, we will aim for perfection knowing all the while that we will never attain it 
but on the way to perfection, we will have attained excellence. Mm, right? I, I don't know yeah. if that's the correct. I mean, I, that's off the top of my head. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Lombardi that said something of that, of that nature. And I well, think the Apostle Paul said something of that. Yeah, nature, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Lombardi stole it from Paul. That's what it was. <laughs> but the picture I get in my mind is a target. If you hand somebody a bow and an arrow and you say, hey, go shoot, you know what they're going to say? Hopefully they say, what at? What should I shoot at? What should I aim for? And if you just say, oh, just shoot it. I mean, just shoot it. Just shoot it the best you can. Well, well, how do you know that you're shooting it the best you can if you don't have Mm -hmm. a target to aim at and to aim for and shoot at? And so that I think that's what core values become. That's what I, I'm I agree with that. I like that analogy. Let me give you another. You know what core values are really important for? For when you're going through that stupid handshake line. <laughs> <laughs> and someone spits on you or pushes you or punches you. Punches you. you know, the Michigan you. basketball coach. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, you might get hey. dicked. There you go. Now I've been. I'm, now you, I'm validated. Now you wait though. Uh, but Affirmation, you, but, baby. But we got to. We're gonna have to play Coach Izzo's press conference though, Pat, to to get the, the balance of both sides. Right? You know. You know. I've been taking a lot <laughs> the of the Michigan State press conference. Yeah. People have been all over me about my stance on hands. People, listen. I'm. We're gonna <laughs> shake hands. Okay. I had a. Uh, That's I had, awesome. <laughs> that just of, tells you people of, are listening uh, to our podcast, Pat. People are listening. People. Yeah, people was, are listening. I, I was messing with uh, one of our one of our track athletes from last year, uh, you know, telling her she was going to run hurdles this year, and I said I couldn't wait to watch her run hurdles, and she said I can't wait to watch you shake hands going through the big thing. <laughs> our time, I was like, that's good, well played. That's but classic. Now, you know, here my my analogy, coach, is it's a path. It gives you direction. Right, mm-hmm. so when you when you come upon a fork in the road, you can follow your core values yes. to know which direction um, you need to go. Uh, what is it? I, there, there's a quote I, I can't remember who said it, but it's something like you know the ultimate teammate is someone that would would never do anything to embarrass the team on the field or off the field. Yeah. And I think that's the, you know, that's how, that, that's the connection there between people and player because, you know, core values transcend to life and, 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 and the, the practice that you put into the way that you behave in life carries over mm-hmm. onto the field. So, you know, I think, I think when a program has core values, it, it's, it's all about the people. It's all about the development of the person. But in developing the person, that comes back and impacts, you know, yeah. everything that do you know in practice in a game you know and then you're talking about bus rides and you're talking about hanging out with your friends and you're talking about being in school and in and all the different ways that you behave and it's just one big uh program of practicing you know behavior that that is a successful behavior mm-hmm. and you, you know you it, it, it's the small things, right? The small things matter, and then they build up, and and they definitely they definitely make an impact when when you're when you're playing a game. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the behaviors that you're talking about and that we're thinking of here is uh, are things that are not compartmentalized. They're they they fit regardless of what context you happen to be in today. Like right now, as you and I are talking, our kids are in school. 
And so yeah. if I, I'm thinking through the, the, you know, the, the core values, the, you know, the words that our, that our guys chose, you know, as, as Eagles, what does it look like to be a, an Eastern Eagle baseball player? You know, what, what the ideal, what does the ideal Eastern Eagle baseball player look like? I'm thinking through our yeah. in, energy, attitude, grit, leadership, efforts, you know, supportive. And I'm thinking, man, you know what? Those things are things that, that fit right now, right where you're sitting. If you're listening to us in class, which hopefully you're not, but if you're listening to us, <laughs> those you ought to be living those things right now, right? Absolutely. And and Absolutely. so it's not. So we're not talking about um, batting average. We're not talking about a particular swing path. You know, a, a, you know, an arm path and thing. And 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 really, we're talking about ways that you live on or off the field, as you just mentioned. Yeah, exactly. We talked about uh, ways that we can impact games last night in our classroom session that that didn't directly uh, correlate to uh, a successful metric. So, you know, a batting average. Yeah. So everyone yeah. looks at batting average as, as a way to determine, you know, production. And, we you know, we talked about ways that, you know, your batting average may suffer, but you're still yeah. uh, helping the team succeed. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about was our, the way that we handled failure, the way that we handled disappointment because of the, the, you know, the energy that you, that you remove from your team. If you, if you have, you know, negative body language and the energy that you give to your team, if, mm. you know, after you, if after something goes wrong, you know, you, you, you stick your chest out and you still walk with the same swag and you have the same confidence mm -hmm. that, you know, you can turn that negative, that, 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 that action that has a a uh, a bad uh, production metric into a positive that over the course of the game helps your team win absolutely um, the behavior around the game means so much and it, you know it doesn't only mean so much as far as perception or what other people think about you but it, it matters so much about how you're feeling in that moment too mm. the next time you get an opportunity to make a production impact on the game right so if you're you know that that's how that's how it it makes a difference during during a baseball game if you're consistently modeling a behavior through these these values yeah. that we're talking about it's going to help win baseball games it's difficult you know it's difficult but that's why right. sports are so hard and you know it's, it's, it's things that we need to talk about more for sure oh I, yeah it is. It is. And you can't measure that. It's hard. Like what, the path leading up to that result is hard to measure, but the result obviously is easy to measure. So you're, then you look at the result and you say, well, what are all the things that contributed to this? And we tend to only think about the, the physical aspects of things that contributed to it. But real, in realist, in realist, in re realistically, the things that contributed to it were those really intangible uh, mindset values that you uphold as well, yeah. and I think, and, I, and you, and you know, the more you point that out, the more you study it, the more you practice it, the more it's part of who you are and your program is. The more people are going to realize, yes, this does make a difference. You know, one of the things I'll give you an Absolutely. example. One of the things we've been doing at the end of our practices is I've been teaching our guys how to breathe. It just seems like, awesome. like what? Teach them how to breathe. Don't, don't people know how to breathe? Well, of course, we wouldn't be alive if we didn't. But sometimes what I mean by that is I'm <laughs> teaching them how to think about their breath, how to focus on their breath, and then I'm asking them what happens when you do that. It's just very simply what I did. I said, okay, we, you know, I ta we talked about the, the, you know, the, the uh, six, two, eight breath. I said, to, you know, breathe in for six, hold it for two, 
and and breathe it out for eight. And and then it's dead quiet. And I say, so tell me what what happened. Something mm-hmm. something just happened. And the first word I got was calm. And it couldn't have been a more perfect word for somebody to say after after yeah. taking one of those breaths. I said, so is there ever a time during a baseball game when you just need to be calm? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and you know, of course, the answer is yes. Every at bat, every pitch, every. I mean, and yeah, yeah it's exactly. it's. Uh, in fact, it might be a, this might be a worthy thing for us to have a having a, a a fan clinic or a parent clinic, right? Let's how how can we be calm? Let's teach everybody how to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> a coach's clinic. Well, we get the we. That's where we get it. We get them in coaches' clinics. We'll get. Listen, you know, there's value to it because there, there really is. If, if you're a fan, if you're a group of fans and you're over there, you know, complaining about the umpire nonstop and you know, to a level that it, you know you're you're kind of becoming a distraction. It, 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 you that could that could impact you know the the mental. Oh, uh, yeah. Direction of, of players on your team of the you're, entire you're game. It'll affect. Absolutely. It could affect the umpire because they're not robots; they are human, as you can see. Yeah, that's the reason right. why you're mad because they're human and they're making mistakes. That's. I yeah. mean, that's that's and the I'll reason you're yelling at them. On this too, yeah. you know, the coach. Like I don't. I. You know, I come back in. I'll be like, you guys leave the. You know, leave the, the communication with the officials to us or the umpires to us, and it's almost hypocritical. But you know, as a coach, you have that job. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's an understood role that you you know you do talk a little bit. Well, but and, it, you got to be very careful. And we should about, we should communicate to our players that that that's actually what the umpire prefers, and they tell us that at the home plate yeah. meeting. They'll say, "Look, right, if right. you have a question or you have you, you have a disagreement with the call, there is an appropriate way to address it. You know, call time, come out, we'll talk about it." And so we do have that is our role. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that you know. You're but not we lying have to your think about that too, because after we come back, because here's the bottom line: you know, 98% of the time when we have a question with the umpire, it's not gonna it's not gonna turn in our favor at the end. You know, after the discussion, it over. might be less so, than that, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, well, um, but you know, we have to control the way that we come back and handle yes. you know that diversity after and that. that failure as well. So because you know our behavior is going to impact our team too. So. Um, there's all you know. There's all these different kinds of d- dynamics that go into the the, the thought process, and uh, it's you know I, I I think you have to sit down. And you know I, I've had you know coming in as a as a first year head coach at Megs here, you know people were giving me advice. Head coaches were giving me advice that I talked to, and you know I had heard this advice multiple times that you have to decide you know, what you want your program to look like Mm -hmm. and you have to implement that as quickly as you can. And, you know, I would say that that's great advice. My, my, my thing is, I think it's an evolving thing. I think it's organic. It, 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 it's ever changing. It, it, it's a living process, just like a person changes, you know, just like a person develops as they go along. But again, it's that direction. And you know, if you if you have that direction defined, then as as guys are going through the through the challenges of the season, through the challenges of of life, it gives them a it gives them options. Let allows yeah. them to think. You know, what's the best course of action here? Yeah. You know, let me think. Let me think about this principle. Let me think about this value. What can I do here to stay within that that framework so that you know 
again, we don't embarrass our team. We don't embarrass ourselves, you know, off the field and on the field. So yeah. it's, again, we should, we should talk about it more. I think that's one of the things that, you know, we, this, this type of conversation is probably one of the things that we like uh, least about travel baseball because it, it seems, you know, I, I would say a lot of travel baseball teams, organizations out there have, have mission statements. They have culture uh, banners and things like that. But it's 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 hard for whatever reason in that environment to nurture, you know, the culture that they're that they that, that they talk about on their on their shirts or on their signs and things like that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having, you know your your mission statement or your 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 core values your expectations you know printed and and hung Mm -hmm. up and you know where i don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing i think the difference is your focus is on the understanding that it doesn't matter if we wear a Mm t-shirt that says these things what matter you know the t-shirt is here to remind us yes it's a reminder we've got yes yes, we've got a goal yeah this these are the expectations and we need to follow yeah i think i think it's a good idea it, 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 I, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to have it's, – it's already been a pretty cool experience for us. And I'll tell you, you mentioned something here too that I'll elaborate on a little bit. You, you said that you've talked to coaches and they've said that they wanted you – know, you need to come in and decide what your pro, you need to decide what you want your program to be and then, right. and then implement it and do it. But then you also talked about how that's going to be up to the kids because obviously it's yeah. they're the ones that are driving the culture. And so – Absolutely. It, it ultimately, and, it, and I think part of it being fluid is letting them have ownership in it and even ownership in determining it as well. Because ultimately, yeah, I really yeah, think yeah. that we want the same thing. And, and, and this is the sort of, okay, I'll, I'll tell you the process that we used um, when, we, when okay. we had our player meeting. This was before the season began. We had our players come together for a meeting, just an informational meeting about what to expect when practice starts. And I said, one of the things that we're going to do here, the, the, the main thrust of this meeting is going to be for us together to decide what kind of team we want to be. And I'm going to let you guys decide that because I think that when it comes down to it, even though they may have some different things that they want to focus on, we're going to be pretty, we're going to be, we're going to mesh together pretty good because I, and because I actually started it with this. I said, I, I got a question for you and I want everybody to respond to this question with raising your hand or not raising your hand. Who wants to win? Do you want to mm-hmm. win? And every hand went up. If the, if any hand did not go up, I was going to dismiss them right away. I already decided that in my mind. If if you don't want to win, this isn't for you, because we're we we want players. Well, yeah. What in life is right? What in life is? Because I transitioned directly from that to this. I said we're going to define what our core values as a team is, and I want you to keep in mind that we want to win. And we want to win not just ball games. We want to be winners in everything that we do. And so I want you to think about yourself in three categories. I want you to think about yourself as a person, as a student, and as an athlete. Those are the three, those are the three facets of life that I want you to think about. And then I want you to answer this question. What do I look like when I'm winning as a student? What do I look like when I'm winning as a person, what do I look like when I'm winning as an athlete? 
And I said, I, yeah. I want you to think about the, I, I just want you to write down some character traits. So I just, I gave them all post-it notes and pens. And I said, I just want you to write down some character traits. Take, you know, take, take some time and write, write, just write some thoughts. What do I look like? Because that's what I want you to put in the back of your team manual. When it comes to, I, I promise this is who I'm going to be. And it was sort of a contract. That was our contract, right? To play for us. And, and so we, we each got, each, each player got five separate post-it notes. And I said, here's the activity that we're going to do right now. I said, we're going to get up on, and walk around the room. I took you know, the big size post-its that you can put on the wall, the, like the flip charts, but yeah, they have the, yeah, they have the sticky stuff on them. So I yeah. stuck six of them on the wall. And at the top of each one, I, I had a different letter. So I had an E over here on this wall and an A here and a G over in that corner and an L here and then another E over here and then an S over there. And so we had six letters that spelled out equals. Wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I got you. So there's two. So there's, I gave him five. You're like, well, that's five post-it notes. Well, it's because there's two E's. And so I said, well, you know, th- we're going to get a lot of, you know, we're going to get 20-some different words for, well, maybe different. There be, you know, there was definitely a lot of overlap, and that's kind of the point of the activity. There, and I, there and, I there. and so I, I said, I want you to just do this on your own. Come up with, come up with six words on your, five words on your own, beginning with E-A-G-L-S, okay? Write a word one word on your post-it note that begins with that letter that you think defines what an Eagles, an Eastern Eagles baseball player should be, and then walk over to that chart and post your post-it on that wall. And so they were doing that. They did that. I had my assistant coaches go around, collect them, and then, and then sort, sift through them and everything, and they were kind of matching up the ones that were similar, and, and, and made, they kind of made columns with the ones that were the same or similar, and then I was talking with them, the rest of the team, about other things, and then I said, okay, coaches, what do we got? What, 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 what words do we have that, are, um, that were the most similar in those, in those, uh, in those groupings? And they told me, well, the first E that looks like we have, you know, we had two different, two different words for the E that came up that was, that was, um, most common. And that's good because we had two E's in the, in the word, you know, in the word Eagles. I got one. So energy was the first one. Oh, Um, geez. That's a great one. Energy was the first one. one. And then for the A, the most common word for A was attitude. And now, in my mind, so I, I had done this earlier. I had written down some words also. And I, I kind of thought, just kind of predicting what I thought they might say, and I thought aggressiveness would be in there. And uh, there was some aggressive, but the majority of the words were attitude. So I, I basically looked at the seniors. I left it up to them. I said, I said, you guys got the final call here. I said, you got attitude. You've got aggressive. You know, and, and they said, oh, we like attitude. Yeah, we want that. Aggressive is an attitude. Yeah, it is. It starts there, doesn't it? And we, ta- yeah, yeah. And so we talked about that. Well, because here's what the G word was. Grit. Mm, okay. There you go. Yeah. 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 L, they chose leadership. The other E, the second E, effort. Yeah. That's, that's, your, that's the your And then the S, this is one that never even came to my mind, and I was really proud of them. That this one came. That this one's. This is the what we landed on, and the S was supportive. Mm. Yeah, 
I really, I really like that. And so we hung on that one for a little bit and talked about it and about how it fits with the whole team concept of things and the roles. And no matter what your role is, you're supporting one another, you're supporting the team, you're supporting the program. And it doesn't matter how, you know, how, how good or how, how poor a player is, they're going to get the same support as everybody else. And it's just, it was a really good exercise. And so that's, that's what we did. That's that's how we came up. Those are our core principles, our core values, and they're more than just um, something that we want to talk about, something we want to chant at the end of practice or a game. They are things that we want to remind ourselves. This is this is our character as a person, as a student, and as a player. I like it. Yeah. I like support because it, it ties everything together. Like it, it brings together, you know, the, the whole reason mm. that you have a list of, of values that represent yeah. your team because, you know, not only is it, is it there for, as a support system for the individual, but it's a support system there for the whole team. So that's, that's a really yeah. good word. That's good stuff. Stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I think fun. I think we need to talk about this kind of stuff. Oh, we need to we need to start talking about these things from a you know a, a youth league perspective. Mm-hmm. We need to start teaching um, you know our young athletes what it means. I, um, and I don't know. Maybe 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 we're soft. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe these things don't matter. I I, I think ah. they do. But uh, <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of good coaches agree with us, or we agree with them. But anyway, but you know, well, I remember a, a, a few weeks back there, um, you know, talking about support and, and core values and, and what you, you know the, the behavior you want to build a program on. Uh, there was a picture that was posted on Facebook of the the Megs. Uh, um, Lady Marauders basketball team, and it was of the of the starters or the, the players that you know typically play the most minutes in the game. They were all on the bench. It was a game that they they had a pretty good handle on. They're all on the bench, but the mm, picture was yeah. of them all standing up, like jumping and just screaming and 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 in support of their their teammates. And you know that one of the things that I, I loved that I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I mean, I just, there's the types of things that, you know, that get me fired up because, you know, my statement was you can build a program off of that behavior. Yeah. That's it. We're not talking about dribbling. We're not talking right. about shooting defense. We're talking about that behavior right there of supporting your teammates of get, have it. They, you know, they had energy. Right. They were, they were, mm-hmm. they were playing a role on the bench. They were, they were giving effort. You know, they were showing, leadership they were you know giving support right and they were they were they were uh they were celebrating because the girls on the floor were still popping threes i think they were up 40 so that's pretty aggressive too right <laughs> so you know it, it was yeah. just a, a play on it was your, ba- on it was the backups on the, f- on the floor yeah, yeah. They were, but they were still shooting you know yeah. i mean we were they were up there oh yeah and, you know i just it w- that means so much to a program yeah to have that type of behavior in it and you know, if that's your foundation, then you're in good shape, you know, to build skill. You're in good shape to learn how to, to, uh, to you know, to field a ground ball and to catch a fly ball and you know to hit a, a an O2 pitch and you know do all these skill skill related things that that we that, that we need to do to win. But the, it's the behavior of these things that we're talking about that that provides us the capacity to do that to the best of our ability. It's so important. Yeah. It can't be understated. No, it can't. So, yeah, develop them wherever you're at. 
start thinking about it. Youth, youth coaches, hey, stop worrying about your kids' batting average so much. You know, think about how they behave when they're, when right. they're coming off the when they're coming out of the batting circle, when they're coming off the field, or they're running on the field. Think about you know what they're doing in the dugout, what they're doing before mm-hmm. games, after games. Uh, think about how they support each other. I love that support, yeah. coach. That's, that's a good yeah, one. I do too. That's a good one. The guys came up with. You know, Pat, the, uh, for all of our uh, travel ball coaches and parents and kids that listen to us, I do think that this is possible with travel. I think the reason you brought oh, it up, absolutely. I think the reason you brought it up is because it doesn't appear, you know, there's so many travel programs out there and we've seen so many poor examples of teams we have, but most you know, likely I, I, not I, having, you know, these kinds of values and principles that they live by. But here's, here's what I want to say about that. One is I think it's, I think the challenge one, there's there's one challenge for travel coach for travel teams and that is they are immediately usually when we're talking baseball or softball they're immediately getting a grouping of kids who are coming from 16 to 18 or however many players they've got on their team different cultures and immediately starting to play games right That's a good point. Yeah. so that they've been they've been in a culture with core values and principles or none defined, but they're still living by, you've got a culture, whether you define it or not. And they're, and they're, they've been in that. That's true. They've, they've been in that for their high school program for three or four months now. And then they're going to immediately come to you and start playing games on your travel team. And that's a challenge. That's a real challenge. I've been in it. I'm not, you know, yeah, we, I, I don't just speak negatively about travel ball sometimes because, um, I, I perceive that from the outside. It's, it's because I've lived it. I have lived sure. it I've right. many years. I've yeah. lived it. And so I, and, and there's positive and there's negative. And I think that's one of, and, and the negatives aren't always because they want it to be negative. It's just because it's what, it's the hand that you're dealt sometimes. And I think that that, that's one of the, that's one of the caveats about travel, travel ball. That's different than high school ball is that you don't have nearly the preparation time in the immediacy. That's however, absolutely. I was going to say time. Yeah. H- however, I'm going to hold them accountable here. I'm going to, I'm going to speak on the other hand, they actually have more preparation time than high school pl- coaches do with their players because they've got the entire off season. The only time they can't work with their players. Well, in our state, at least is from February 21st or whatever the date is that OHSAA says they can begin playing with us. That's then their hands have to go off. Right. right. But up until that time, they've got them. Yeah. And so you can, it's, it's, it's still different kind of training because it's a lot of one-on-one training. It's a lot of, you know, but, but there is still the opportunity there to, sure. to build yeah, just a different type of challenge. Yeah. yeah. And I would say this, I, I, there's there's definitely travel teams, travel organizations out out mm-hmm. there that, that that do a good job with this. Oh, um, certainly. I'm, I would just say they're they're more of the exception, and they're the and they're typically the ones that have been around for a long, long time, right? Yep. And they yep, and they're probably pretty good. Yes, <laughs> typically too. Yes. So you, you know, look on their you websites, <laughs> you you can see these core values posted on their websites. You you know you see that you see it in the behavior of their players and their coaches, and the, you know they respect one another, they respect the game, they respect the officials, and and yeah, you you do you do have that. So it's it's definitely not all bad. I think it's just no. so large that, it's, that there's been a lot of watering down, and there's been a lot, and there's also a lot of. Um, um, generalizations that's really easy to point it's really easy to make generalizations about travel right travel sports right. and club sports 
Um, and uh, and so I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of circle back around to that and 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 uh, make a couple points on that for that reason. It can be done, and it's uh, some and it's often done among those organizations. Again, in the same way that you and I have to be intentional about it, those organizations have to be intentional about it as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. Yep. Good deal. So think about it. Yep. Coaches, players, it matters. It does matter. What are your core values? Got a lot Sorry, of good coach. weather this week. Enjoy it. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Unless you're living in Michigan or Colorado and listening to us, and good luck with that. So. Yeah. Have a good one. Talk to you later.